0: Is so sponsored by Verizon. Verizon. Hold on. Hold on a second. I'm on the phone. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. Verizon. Um, Verizon. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor of this podcast. Hey, Ethan. And welcome back for uh, two, four. Welcome back for welcome Background back to, Centuries. For the show.
1: Background Centuries with your good guys, Noah. And Ethan, and, Ethan's over there. Ethan. Yeah. Hey Noah, how's it going? You know what? I've been better, but I've been way worse. That's I love the middle ground. Yeah, and you know what? It's not where's the Where's the best part of a dartboard? Right in the middle. Right in the middle, baby. That's true. That's true. That's that's a scientific fact.
0: So for our first segment, I thought we'd we'd, we'd kick things off with a little little update on what's going on around the world. This segment's called Of The Times. Noah, I'm sure that you're very familiar at this point with The Great Stink.
1: The Great Stink, yeah. The stench, as some people say, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Described in, in some circles as sort of like a ripe... A ripe banana garbage,
1: um,
0: yeah, garbage smell. Others would say it's a little bit more of like a, like a salty. See, um, I've heard
1: earthy on on the web. On the web, I've heard people describe it as earthy. But I mean, I'm sure that it has layers. This stink has got layers.
0: I mean, like an onion, which is also which also is very stinky. Which uh, it onions has layers.
1: onions stink almost? They're they're the stinkiest food. And. What I think is drawing
0: so much conversation around it, as far as I can tell, is the mystery of the stink. We just don't really know where it came from.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, uh, it's funny that you say mystery of the stink, like the old old style um, horror film of the of the nineteen sixties, mystery of the stink. Um, which everyone it, thinks it, that uh, everyone yeah. thinks that Romero's first film was Night of the Living Dead.
0: Um, check again. Go back. Go back to the books it was it book. was mystery of the stink
1: mystery of the stink and and the reason why I bring up that film actually is because there's a lot of chatter you could say of conspiracy theorists positing that maybe somebody is wishing to recreate the mystery of the stink um to kind of put their paw print on on the year twenty twenty uh I, I personally don't think that that's necessarily founded because you would have to get a lot of you know stale garbanzo beans, like you said, banana peels, um, empty pickle jars. Um, you'd have to get a lot of stuff like that to make a stink this big and this um, invasive.
0: Well, and like it's been said, extraordinary claims demand extraordinary evidence. And at this Absolutely. point, we just don't have that. Um, just a very unpleasant, just an unpleasant stench that stink, no one's yeah. really happy about.
1: Stink a bad smell for the nose.
0: And what we what we know so far, you know, this is kind of where we're at as the facts are coming to, uh, to us. What we know so far is that there is only a slight pattern to when its most the stink is most prominent, and that is. Contrary to what you might think, not not midday when it's hottest, um, but actually first first thing in the morning, uh, and the the first the first reports of this actually came from a household in, in which um, uh, the, the woman of the household was, was pregnant, um, and she just sort of thought, okay, maybe this is, you know, some weird side effects of the pregnancy, maybe the morning sickness, maybe just a little extra sensitive to smells. Um, but when she brought it up to her partner, um, they said, no, I, I, I also, I also didn't tell you, I didn't tell you, but I did, I did yarts, um, earlier this morning and I flushed it really quickly. So you wouldn't, so you wouldn't, but so I did smell it too. And it affected me very poorly. And I did, I did toss my cookies.
1: Yeah. And he thought, um, that it was a sort of pregnancy foot situation where he, you know he was worried that that his partner was suffering from pregnancy foot so he just thought he would keep that to himself which is the smartest play if we're thinking strategically i think
0: so, I think so.
1: and it started there
0: and once uh once they began talking with neighbors they realized you know other people are are experiencing this too and then uh, lo and behold um it it makes it to it makes it to the news and and they realize okay we're not um, this isn't just us, it's not just our neighborhood It's not just sort of The the wafting, the the draft From the local dump, um, this is a much more A global issue um, It's been reported now I believe uh, the count is uh, 12 different 12 different countries um, 12 different countries, 50 deaths And counting,
1: mm-hmm.
0: 50 deaths so far um, uh, Totally unrelated We're not really sure why um, Yeah,
1: well I think they just started counting how many people Have died since they've Started counting,
0: yeah. Because uh, this is going to be the defining moment when we no longer count things. Um, you know, BCAD. This is the third. This is the third age of this <laughs> it's world. It's
1: BS before stink.
0: <laughs> this is the third age, it's and there BS are rings and, of power being made AS. as we speak.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's a science, right, Ethan? There's a science to the way we understand smells. Smells follow rules, and they always have. You see you know scientists like bugs bunny who have learned how to follow stink in the air or or,
0: or the great toucan dan who has the great who toucan has, dan
1: who i mean what a I mean, whole, almost lot at this point
0: uh, completely you know i mean if he, if we had if we had heated their warning to follow our nose then i mean we might have we might have been able to uncover this. We might have been
1: able to catch this before it's bad. But but basically, what I'm saying is, is there's been rules. But this stink is not following the pre-established, you know, modus operandi of of a smell of a stink. Whereas you know, you could in a cartoon we could maybe float on the the aroma waves in the air, find the find the epicenter of the stink, but you know we've had plenty of plenty of good people trying out there but nobody has been able to find the gradient of the stink find out where it gets more and more pungent because there's no there's no gradient it just seems it seems as if the epicenter is everywhere and so it, it really is
0: a it really is a conundrum uh i know that there are are talks in the scientific community to potentially find a, a correlation between these multiple epicenters and a potential, um, like seismic activity, uh, um, plate tectonic activity mm. uh, b- below below the Earth's surface, maybe um, maybe may creating these like sulfuric pockets that are are rising to the surface. It's just that uh, the 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 smell profile, the stink profile, is not quite in line with. Um, the 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 chemical compounds of of sulfuric movements under yeah. the, the earth's surface, and um, it, it really is stumping stumping so many that w- that we're looking to really for answers, and it's just um, it's sort of as radio silence.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and uh, the the last thing we heard is about a few weeks ago, I think maybe three weeks ago, uh, Brendan Fraser went. Back down to the toward the center of the earth to try to see what's going on, and he's been doing his best down there. We haven't received word from him, so we're praying. <laughs> God, everybody, everybody listening, let's pray real quick for Brendan Fraser. Mm. Dear Lord, <laughs> I I don't make anything bad happen to Brendan Fraser. Amen. Amen. Ever. Never. I don't want anything already, ever we, to happen. We already Matt. said
0: amen. The, the portal's closed. God doesn't hear us anymore. God's gone. God can't uh, hear you. God's asleep. <laughs> wait, wait. Is, <laughs> wait. Is, 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 is it like an alarm clock where like amen is the snooze button? No, ew, a,
1: amen is the lullaby. Dear God is the alarm clock. So remember every time Uh, you say Dear God as like an exclamation Remember you're waking up Jesus of Nazareth Every time you say that Uh, So Brendan Fraser Brendan Fraser don't hurt him Don't hurt him Keep him safe Amen Yeah. Go back to sleep So Ethan There's a lot of things to learn I say we not waste another moment I agree Life is now Life is now. Moments are happening. Great tea is being brewed somewhere in the world, and I can smell it. Where are we traveling to next? Where are we traveling to? What do you mean traveling? Oh, you mean in our next segment. Our next segment. Which is Pinpoint. (laughs) Ethan, I hope you brought your swim trunks. Oh because maybe they'll have a pool at the hotel that we go to stay in when we go to Rome, Italy. Oh, man, classic. They've got gr- that there the Roman Hilton Inn has a great pool, so I don't want you to miss out. There's a slide. Yeah. Uh
0: so I've heard it's 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 sort of infamous uh for its many uh, uh, lawsuits because of all the injuries. Anyway, yeah. let's not mm-hmm. talk about the Hilton in Rome. Yeah, because we can actually, talk
1: about Hilton any on any podcast.
0: Yeah, they're everywhere. Those things are everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: okay, so here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking. Um, we can't go to the obvious. I feel like yeah. we need to really dig back far into some of the more obscure, obscure mm-hmm. moments in, in Rome's history that maybe yeah. aren't talked about as much, and maybe. Um, uh, are open to a little bit more interpretation because they reach a little bit further beyond our concrete uh data that we mm-hmm. we have on rome's development i feel like that's the direction yeah. we got go i think for this i
1: think one. so so i think that if you're listening at home and you think that we we're going to talk about mamma mia 2 here we go again you're wrong you're wrong we're not going to yeah, talk about that or or the first one for that matter yeah so uh, so dry your eyes
0: so here's here's what a I'm chance
1: thinking. on on me
0: okay you weren't okay sorry i told you were still take going a, take a, you were doing a thing take go a, ahead
1: take a chance take a chance anyway a chance, we can keep going
0: okay um this is this is what i'm thinking uh so we all know that rome is is infamous for its games yeah um the 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 great games of the coliseum i mean it, it It is, when we think of Rome, when we think of Rome, the first thing we picture, close your eyes, close your eyes. I'm afraid
1: to close my eyes because of the incident, but I'll have, I totally
0: forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Audience members, close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Honor system. I'm going to trust that your eyes are closed. First thing that you picture.
1: Are we waiting for them to say it?
0: Maybe I mean. Were you waiting,
1: Ethan? Be on. Ethan, actually, be honest with me right now. You can be honest. It's a safe space. Were you expecting them to say something? I. Were you, I, I Ethan? I might've, I might've Ethan. Thought, were you? I might Did you that? But, did you forget? Did you I forget, forget that this was a podcast, Ethan? So what? What are we picturing? What are we picturing?
0: I I assume that most people will picture the Colosseum.
1: Because we, call them as we see them.
0: Oh no! You shouldn't have. <laughs> beyond the the infamy of 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 the great games in the Colosseum,
1: mm-hmm.
0: before any of that,
1: beyond bed uh, and bath,
0: beyond bed and bath, uh, the the infamous games of the Colosseum have their root in something much older, much more ancient mm-hmm. in Rome's history. That was sort of the the impetus. To begin to become a culture that uh, was known for and reveled in its in its enjoyment of games and sport
1: and athleticism
0: and athleticism. That is well. We could talk about a couple different events in these very ancient games that that did a lot to shape the cultural the cultural makeup of very ancient Rome and uh, sh- uh, dare I say. Their mating practices mm, and for that, I say we either need to we I need either need to talk a little bit about puncture ball or I, I feel
1: like that that's necessary
0: or the cycle games
1: okay uh, puncture ball or the cycle games um, not to be confused with the cyclone games that was a Nickelodeon television show that did not turn out well um, yeah
0: yeah no relation
1: no okay so the cycle game what I like about the cycle games is the is the simplicity, okay, of the cycle okay. games, and so I feel like I feel like if we do this right, we can touch on both of them.
0: Then let's 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 shoot for that because I, f- I, I think like that there's a lot of of, of uh, crossing over themes.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, because I those were the first two um, of the original three sports of the 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 athletic triad um, that started. What is now known as the the Olympics, but way, um, way, 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 way before that, it was this this athletic triad. Oh, the
0: the cycle games and, oh, you, and of puncture the cycle ball. games
1: and puncture mm-hmm. ball, and then the third one, obviously, is Brandy's rash.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to be to be clear, uh, although there is uh, there's much of the spirit of these early games that. Uh, sort of became infused into what is now the Olympic Games. That sort of originated in Greek, uh, in Greek culture. Uh, t- we should we should specify that the the utility of these games was much different, uh, and and particularly how they've developed now. I mean, now the Olympics have sort of become this moment in time where people sort of unite around. Uh, uh, camaraderie and, and competition then they had much more uh, of a of a place and prominence in the fabric of uh family building
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh passing on um uh, like lineage and uh and, and family stories it, it had much more of of an organic function much more of a Um, of a nucleic function yeah it was very
1: it was very interwoven with the the culture there um the everyday culture uh it wasn't it wasn't reserved for for anyone in particular
0: yeah it, it it had it spoke a lot to their beliefs in life and death and sort of the cycle of of seasons and and um newness and sort of the passing of 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 old things they were what many historians have described uh an analogy uh, uh, or or a metaphor a metaphor of gaming to um to put form and 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 picture to their ideas about about the the flow of of time and so so as a metaphor uh, we we see really how the specific elements of the game, rather than um, uh, rather than forming a basis for for competition or or the proving of oneself in front of one's peers, uh, they really are more of a of a dialogue with with, with culture. So that I feel like yeah. we kind of needed to get that out of the way and mm-hmm. clarify exactly the function and utility of these games yeah. as they stand apart from uh, you know you know the. The, the institution that is now the Olympic Games.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and I kind of want to separate ourselves from those from those, like, big collaborative country games. I I think that I think that there's plenty enough history to talk about without having to try to connect it with, and and, and from that I kind of wanna I kind of wanna journey right into to, um, puncture ball real quick because you were talking about uh forming forming families and that was a big part of of puncture ball because what a lot of people don't realize is that in early Rome people weren't necessarily um the family structure was different so um the babies would get brought and would get brought by storks down from the heavens of course um but they wouldn't be brought to a specific family what they would do is they would be, they would start their training and they would be put into puncture ball And Puncture Ball was this, um, it's not, not, uh, dangerous, you know, not really malicious. It's just, um, how the, the residents of each village would pick their, their families, their children, their wives, um, their in-laws, um, all of that. Um, the in-laws are specifically picked separately from the wife, so they do not have to correspond to the wife. Um, they -hmm. were very forward thinking back then, um so yeah that's how, that's how they would end up through the through the course of the game the the puncture ball game they would pick their their nuclear family they would pick their you know their partner their children if they wanted children and so that was the the main thing. do you want to talk about the rules of puncture ball for a second
0: yeah, just so we can we kind of picture it in our mind's eye um, so as as the name suggests i mean. This is what we've come to call it, um, although we don't actually know the, the name that they gave it. Um, there's some approximations and some, some manuscript evidence that suggests that uh, we, we may have certain references to the game, but never like a definitive title. So yeah. um, when we say puncture ball, that, that's what we've described it as based on the rules. So the name is informative of sort of what has happening in the game, which is why it it comes across as sort of matter of fact. Um, The ball in question was was usually some kind of um, some kind of seasonal squash, uh, something with um, a more a more tender uh, flesh on the outside. So it was usually over ripened over ripened uh, um, fruits or, or squash from from that season. And what would happen is, uh, the participants, usually between 10 and 12 participants, w- which were infants, um, would then attempt to thread straw, um, through the, the grooves of, of the, the over squash, mm-hmm. um, to create, to create these like linear, uh, linear patterns. And, the sort of the three categories for for grading the um, the effectiveness of their threading was precision, so how close they are within the margins. Um, creativity, so um, how inspiring the the design is, how inspiring the pattern is. Um, and then finally, cohesion was the mm-hmm. was the third one. Um, did it form a complete thought? Could we easily read what was what was being communicated? How much which, blood
1: was on the on the ball, which was did, that would deduct points. But yeah, that was part. Yeah, of it. Yeah, that that obviously
0: it. you know dinged in most cases the um the cohesion of, of the piece. Yeah. Um, which is really wild to, to think about because these were these were infants participating in these games, and so mm-hmm. um, often you really had to go searching for mm-hmm. the cohesion in the piece just because at the age that these participants would, would engage in the games, usually between, um, like four, four and eight months. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're not really forming complete thoughts at that, at that age. And so there's a age. lot of, a lot of interpretation. So,
1: so that stage of the game is very, um, that, that stage of the game takes a long it does. time. It, it takes a it really does. long time. Um, uh, so, so that's that's sort of the first stage of the game is is sort of the prep stage, and there's obviously other things for the other players to do that aren't threading. Um, there's there's um, there's jorkers, which jorking is where you you're kind of digging the grooves for your team on the field. The field is uh, probably about the size of maybe fourteen fourteen square football fields. Like like if you took a football field mm-hmm. and then you kind of laid it in a grid Mm -hmm. it's it's very what i'm saying is very big because the entire community plays um at once um right so you so so you dig grooves for your for your team that would help um for your specific plays and your specific plans to try to get your your ball your punctured ball into into the um the family hole so there are so let me just kind of speed through the rest of the game Okay, so you have your pucks, which that's the, those are going to be your players that have the long sticks. Now, the people, what's the difference between the players of the long sticks and the short sticks? The size of their stick. That's the main difference right, between right. those two types of players. And then you have the hedge runs. The hedge runs, those are the ones that run... Laps on the side where they put where they have the side hedges, they they run back and forth on those. Completely, just has nothing to do with the game. They just that's their part of the of the contribution, I guess. Um, so they have to do that while each team there's at seven teams playing at once. And each team is separated into different factions and different families and different family groups, and so they all figure out how to coordinate with each other. But they can also coordinate with other teammates if they want to, um, and 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 there's a lot of rules that go into this game. There's a lot of rules. I've memorized them all.
0: Very complex. very complex. Very very complex game.
1: I've memorized them all, and I still probably could not explain it to you without asking you to come out in my backyard and we could you know play a few rounds. Rounds meaning three to four weeks per round. Oh, I mean, yeah, the games are just
0: excruciatingly mm-hmm. um, uh, belabored.
1: Yeah, and so, so I feel like you know, you kind of got a little bit of a gist. You want to get your your punctured balls into the into the correct areas that correspond with the color that you the, of of the birthstone um, of the person to your left. You want to make sure that you. You keep track of all of that while you're doing the mathematical equations um, in your head, and you don't want to cheat. And if you drop your pencil, that's minus thirteen points for your whole squad. So, like, I there, there's a there's a bunch of rules, and I feel like instead of going into the rules, and because this is the more complicated one, I feel like we should just talk about the cycle games for a second, because those are kind of the big ones. Those are kind of the the, the most famous, I'd say.
0: Yeah and and two, I think what what um what that'll be an a, an easy segue into is the the judging procedure mm. and sort of the um uh without getting ahead of ourselves the 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 social status that being a judge in these games would would afford you but we'll we'll get to that
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh with the cycle games, it's a much more simple simple exercise. That would be sort of the um, the culmination of these these weeks and weeks of of competitions that the whole community would engage in, and the way this the way this would work is that everyone would uh, get completely naked and get into groups of of four, and before the actual cycling began, the four would engage in what was called a um a micro competition. Um and this what happened interior to the, the group of four. They would then um face off to determine who the, the final two would be to engage in the in the cycling. Mm-hmm. And the way that this was done was by um sparring with the 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 small finger mm-hmm. on on one's right hand. And the first person to to draw blood with their fingernail um would be would be the the victor in that micro mm-hmm. that micro competition and they would be one of the two yeah and there would there would need to be two because the the, the two to win would then um serving the social function that it did they would then become partners mm-hmm. um and, and so there was a um, there was a strong social function that this held in that uh, to win meant that you would then carry on, um, your, your bloodline. I mean, it was, it was a big deal, a really big deal. So the two then the cycling would then begin, the two were selected. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from what we know, some of the largest games could include, um, upwards of, of 200, 250, um, teams. Mm-hmm. So, um, two times, you know, sometimes 250 i mean we're talking about almost 500 people participating in some of the larger communities that would come to to rome off and on depending on the year and um in times of plague obviously there would be fewer participants uh but from what we know some of the larger games could include uh, about 500 participants Mm -hmm. um of those who got selected so it's a nightmare
1: to announce i'll tell you
0: yeah and and we're not even exactly sure um how they were able to project the announcements we yeah. know that there were at least um more than a dozen announcers yeah. that Well all those would Italian spend... names.
1: You got to remember all those Italian names.
0: This is true this is true um and weeks before the games would begin actually the 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 dozen or so who were selected would spend about a week um aligning their their energy so that they could all be perfectly in sync by the time the games mm-hmm. began so they could shout from across the field and they would all be sort of in unison they called
1: it harmonious unison unity harmonious mm-hmm. unity mm-hmm.
0: right right um and, and i believe i believe the person who coined that uh it wasn't it hugh it was hugh it was hugh jess mm-hmm. um our, our our good friend
1: dr. Hugh. um dr jess making
0: his making his appearance again yeah, yeah. Um, I believe he's the one who coined that, yeah. that phrase. Anyway, um, so the cycling would begin, um, and the the two the two who succeeded over over their team would then um, they would lock uh, forearms, um, op- uh, opposite forearms, and as well as their their ankles, and this would be done by binding their ankles, forming a a circle, and they would come to the 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 pinnacle of, of a large hill, in their town, and um, proceed to roll down the hill in, in their in their interlocked their union, um, and you know you could probably put two and two together from this point. The first person to make it down to the hill is is the winner, mm-hmm. um, and they would they would then um, actually they wouldn't even waste a minute. The, as soon as they as soon as they succeeded at the bottom of the hill, they would they would be united. the The wedding ceremony would begin Mm -hmm. right then and there. Um, So, obviously, you can imagine the the enormous amount of preparation that would go in before these games to make sure that everything was in order, all the food was in order for the wedding. um, Make sure every every charts and and
1: any possible combination of families.
0: Right, right. It's a lot. Um, A huge overhaul. It it is it is such um, such an endeavor. Yeah, that's why Um, these games
1: only happened like once a month.
0: Yeah. yeah they you know they had to obviously save up for all this uh, and so that that's that's generally the 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 gist of of the cycling the cycling mm-hmm. games um, so why don't we why don't we talk about the the judging procedure specifically yeah. as far as it pertains to to puncture balls so as, as we stated earlier, they served a huge um, uh, social function in that there was a lot of clout. Um, bestowed on the person who was who was chosen to be a to be a judge why don't why don't you speak to a little more to to that
1: um the 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 judge actually the culling of the judges mm-hmm okay well that's the thing back back then th- th- there wasn't a lot of knowledge about surrounding area and there wasn't a lot of communication between people and so what what kind of started all this is one day uh, there were two people who were quarrelling. this was a long, long time ago, and they were by they were by the threshold of the great forest and they were arguing about which one was correct on whatever daily fight they were they were engaged in. And out of ang- out of angst, one of them just shouted, "Ugh, can someone please tell me what who's right?" They yelled that so loud. And from the forest came, a a human person who said oh I can be the judge of that and from then on that's where their judges came from and so it was this huge um, this huge thing of who got to call the judges um, who got to go to the threshold of the great forest and shout for um, for the bringers of justice uh, to come to come through the the wooded the wood the wooded glen and and, and able to 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 provide um, mediation and um, nobody knows where the, the the secret tribe came from. Nobody went looking for them. They just assumed that it was just that's how the symbiosis of those two people would live: the judges and the the players.
0: And what's, what's interesting is that uh, you know everyone knew when it was coming time for the games to begin, and so those sort of vying for position to be chosen as a judge mm-hmm. um, would prepare themselves in the woods mm-hmm. to, to wait for that call that yeah. would go out. So actually... To go learn from the interesting, judges, yeah. To go learn from the judges. The interesting thing is that this created sort of a, a dual judging process. Mm-hmm. Not only was there the people... Um, the people wanting to become judges themselves, mm-hmm. but you had to have another panel to judge between there were the who comes out the of the apprentice. forest first. Yeah. Yeah, because what ended up happening is that you would have all these people um, sort of hope, hoping for their chance to be um, to rise to this position of judge for the games, and they would all be waiting in the forest, and when the call would go out, um, who can tell? who can tell me who's right mm-hmm. – you would have all these voices from the forest of people sort of crawling over each other to say oh that that's me that's me mm-hmm. and so you needed obviously a second panel of people to say okay i heard i heard jerry first yeah. and that's um, and the, i heard i heard michael first and i
1: realized i realized as you're talking that i what i said might have sounded confusing um the the people the judges the the capital j judges um the people who are indigenous to the forest to the to the mysterious forest um they they live there they train people who may want to become judges and and so so th- and then they are brought out to to outside the forest and and they are there to decide which one which of the trainees are to be chosen in the in the cooling
0: that's right and and from what we know of the socioeconomic situation of of Rome at the time is that this not only served as a sort of bragging rights, mm-hmm. but actually it served an economic function. We we know at that time that um, there was a very small percentage of people in the population who owned land and had some means to participate in in the politics of that time and and trade. And these almost um, almost entirely consisted of those who had been selected as, as judges for the games. And so there was a, a huge overlap of, of those who participated as judges mm-hmm. um, with those who were, were property owners. So uh, many historians are tempted to think that this was also not just mm-hmm. um, bragging rights among your peers, but actually um, could mean the difference between your family prospering and mm-hmm. having – um, platform and and not
1: yeah because the the judges famously were put in a very high class um, immediately immediately don't they don't they can they don't have to be a good judge they don't have to be any, they don't have to be a part of a winning team because the judges are on the teams too which is they are does add a, an extra level of of conflict there
0: right right but but basically yeah, there, were, there just,
1: was yeah judges. Awesome, great job! Yeah, be, g- 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 go yeah. be a judge. It's like the lawyers and doctors of their time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so yeah th- yeah. I, I just wanted to say, Rome, Italy. Like, you can see why why these people are such a strong people because they come from such strong beginnings, and and you can see like these are these are the people that brought us pizzas. These are the people that brought us pasta. These are the people that built. The Eiffel Tower. These are the people that built Big Ben. It's them. Yeah, you know they're th- th- the 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 Roman the Roman Italian people. They they have done so much, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, just a, a little
0: a little part of history yeah. that is not often talked about that that I wish uh, you know had a little bit more. Uh, a little bit more spotlight, yeah a little uh, a little nugget but obviously there 's
1: a little nugget actually obviously
0: there's there 's still a lot of questions that we yeah. that we don 't know, so you know it's um, it 's a hard era in history to talk about mm-hmm. just because there 's a lot of missing yeah. a lot of missing pieces, but uh, still something that that is just um, not many people not many people know
1: yeah a, a little um, w- before we go, just one more little fact about the the Rome, the Italians that lived in in ancient Rome. Um, they actually were the ones who had the idea to put a floor in the ocean so Ethan that's we're on the other side of what looks like to be our last segment. How do you feel?
0: I feel uh, alive, good and ready
1: ooh for what?
0: and um
1: inspired mm. How about you? I feel crumbly, like a famous Amos. Um, slippery, like the inside of a hose, and quirky, like Zoe Deschanel. Great. That's kind of my my. Um, that's kind of where I'm at. I love it. I love it. Thanks
0: everyone for listening. Thank you so and much. Please, if you like Background Centuries, tell, tell your friends and leave us a comment yeah. on iTunes. Yeah, I always say comment. And I don't know why I do. It's, there's no what I mean to no say process. every time. There's no process of comment. What I mean to say every time is review. Yeah, it is That's a review. what I mean yeah. to say.
1: Give us a, give us a five star and some nice words. Give us five stars and some nice words because we want that. We would like that. Like a, it sounds like a nice thing.
0: It would be very nice. It would be a very nice thing.
1: Hey Ethan, do you have any? And advice? while you're at it, oh, don't forget to brush your teeth. Uh, don't forget. <sighs> this has been Background Centuries with your background boys, Noah and Ethan. There's always more to
0: learn, and always less to say. Keep it, s- keep it, Skippy, skippy Cincinnati. Chicago. Three, two, one.
1: (gasps) One.